0: this is living proof radio may 2024 all of our full episodes are available on our patreon with weekly drops a patreon only radio show and living proof magazine delivered to your house every issue as well as our entire members only library backlog patreon.com slash living proof new york thank you for allowing us here you got a beautiful space i know you've been here for a while in this undisclosed location and uh been trying to make this happen for a while so so
1: thank you appreciate you guys coming through
0: 100 um you know i've i've known about your graffiti for a very long time uh one of the legends in in our world and in our community and i was thinking about what you think on the longevity as a writer uh there's a lot of people who write a lot of people who come and go they get into street bombing or they get into doing whatever it is that they're doing and it's kind of hard to maintain for a long period of time but you're one of the people who you've transitioned throughout your throughout your graffiti and your art so what do you think about that
1: well tr- transitioning yes it's mandatory it's just you evolve right so you start out or, or I can speak for myself and say well I started out as a fan then I you know neighborhood then writing on random shit to learning the art side of it and piecing And then kind of dancing in between of of getting up and piecing and combining them. I felt that would last forever. But then you you get old and shit starts to hurt. And then you get bills or you want something better in life. So transition comes into play then. Like, oh shit, when you find yourself going to fucking court or you find yourself sitting in a cell and you're like, yo, I'm not doing this shit no more. This shit got me fucked up. Fucking with my money, fucking with my life my freedom. So it all depends in your experiences, what you're willing to tolerate or the level of life you want to lead, right? So I feel and this is a this is an honest thing that I do feel and I've, I've said it before so I can recall it very easily. It's a young man's sport. When I was in my 20s is probably when I was really primed to do more. I was able to jump out of a window. Now that shit's not happening. I'll throw my hands up. You got me. I'm not running type shit. And that's no fun. So really, you know, in essence, it's like, uh, how can I put it? Where you are in life, something else would be suffering if you're giving too much attention to something else. So if you're really getting up, chances are your home life is fucked up or your money's fucked up. your relationship is fucked up you to create a balance you can't go all in on something right you have to be able to to take breaks and, and understand and give attention to certain things so that that was my case i know for a fact that when i was really racking paint every day hitting spots you know scoping spots racking doing all the shit that i was doing during those days Other parts of my life were in complete fucking dysfunction. So longevity is if you make it to the next stage and you're dedicated and disciplined and you carry that with you. Because there's a lot of cats that paint, including myself, again, paint professionally and do things professionally. But you came upon this. Maybe I frowned upon it early on. Like, why are these cats just doing that? Why ain't they doing the, the real shit? right? Until you find yourself at that that level. It's almost, you know, you worked so hard to get to a point, you earn the right to be able to chill. Like you went hard, you, you played, you know, all, all four quarters, you're going to sit this out, we're already winning type shit. So that's where I feel like the longevity of it falls on the individual. You could be or old cat still hitting spots, still doing shit, still traveling, painting trains or whatever, if you have maybe financial freedom and you're in a position to do so. If not and you're doing that, chances are you're a fucking bum and shit got you fucked up. Yeah. Or you're you know, you fuck around in, in other areas of life. Because I don't know too many people that are killing shit in their fifties that are secure after after graffiti and still doing it, you know. Do you feel do you feel
0: okay with that? Do you feel okay with the fact that graffiti being a young man's game, meaning the street bombing aspect of it and the racking aspect of it, and do you feel okay with the fact that that time is that time and that your time is now the things that you're doing now is what you're doing now. Are you fully invested in it or do you ever wish you could, you know, do you ever feel like
1: going to bomb crazy again like that? Or are you every day? Every day I feel, I, I still look at spots. I still see shit. I mean, and I still do shit. we're on camera, so I ain't got to whisper, but I, I still, you know, make shit happen. I was just in Europe and, and did some shit and and mostly I, I don't want to do it where I live and, and be out and about. Right. So, when I have the opportunity to travel, which which the art has afforded me to do that, um, and see the world and experience things like that, I'm free when I go somewhere else. So that's when I'm like, "Yo, bet, let's do that," and which is pretty crazy when you think about it because you don't know what the fuck you're walking into or who you really, you know, that kind of thing. So, but it brings about that for me. Um, do I do I? have uh, any regrets or wherever where it led me to be I, I do recall when the switch happened where you know the last few times I went out and it just was like just something just wasn't right with it or whatever and it was like not like an emotional fucking violin situation but it was like yeah you know what this isn't where I need to be like I have other shit that's really working out that I need to attend to right now, and and needs my attention, and is fulfilling, see that's, that's life though, right, if, whatever the fuck it is you choose, if you choose to just write graffiti, and, and I know cats who've dedicated, and who are older than me, and who do this shit, and as long as you're happy, that's all, that's the goal, right, so you can't say, well, you don't have a car, you don't have a house, or you don't have, you know, x, y, and z, but, they may be happier than the person who got all that random shit that really doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah. So again, it's an individual thing. For me, I'm okay with the transition because I jump in and out. I still creep out and will do some shit. I just want to make it count because I don't get to do it every day. So I have to really think about it and say, all right, if we're going to do this, let's do this. And I don't like wasting my time. That's the other thing about getting older in the in the art of graffiti right is you realize it's not just hanging out getting zooted and going writing on some shit let's let's make this shit count let's make it worthwhile if we're going to do it let's talk about it first not just oh shit there's a bunch of cans in my trunk let's just jump out and fucking bug out no let's let's figure this shit out what's the best way i don't want the problems and i want the shit to be dope that's just how ha- how i am or how i've come to be because when it all comes down to it, that's really all that's going to tell the story is the actual image. Yeah. I'm not going to sit in front of the wall of the train and say, the reason it looks like this is because, no, it doesn't come with a fucking story underneath it. So I, everything I do, I try and go, all right, let me think about that. Boom. And I slow it down and approach it in a different manner.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: You know, it's, it's wild to me because...
0: There are so many writers, especially now, more more than I feel like ever. I can't say that for a fact, but it seems like the one wall has so many writers on it. You drive around the city and you see you drive around the world and you see. But really, the people who make it to um kind of like the level that you're at, which is like you were able to stay true to yourself and then make a job out of it. You were able to make a career and a life out of it past just bombing and racking. It's like the 1% of the 1%. Like most people transition into another job that has nothing to do with or maybe kind of yours is like you see your art and you see the shit that you do. It is very directly related. There's no like you look at the at the pieces you do and it's not like a doubt like maybe this was inspired by graph. It's very clear. Um, and my question, which is a broad one, is how did that happen? Like how did you get to go from painting – uh illegally and being into the subcultures that that you know that that we're into to then doing this as a job
1: i could i could just simply answer that real simple i manifested it you know it's something that i saw myself doing and i became that right so um and i did it within what i started with i'm still doing the same shit i did when i was 13 that i'm doing at you know 50 it so i just got better at it right it's like a cat that played basketball behind his house and then played in the neighborhood and then went and played in a in a little league or did whatever now we're in the nba now we're but then there's a lot of cats in the nba so how do you separate yourself from the other players in doing this well a lot of the other players went and went you know, contemporary art, or went this way and went that way with it to speak to a broader audience, maybe, in this and that, I still believe in graffiti, and I still love the, the the whole package that graffiti offers artistically. Maybe not some of the characters that are involved in it aren't, you know, my cup of tea, but to to do what I do, I think... When you're passionate about something, people see that, and it and it comes through, right? So, it's like you hear it, music, and you know, wow, that shit is dope. Whether you even knew who that person was, it hits, and I feel that's that's really what I'm bringing. Like I'm really digging into it and putting a lot of thought and skill and knowledge that I have gained over the I'm writing now 40 years, and in New York, that's really. That's really not it, right? That's that's young. And trust me, I've been hearing that my whole fucking life. But if I was a neighborhood store and I was there for 40 years, it'd be like, yo, that store has been here forever. But as a graffiti writer in New York at 40 years, like, I'm still new to a lot of people, even though I have you know, all, all that I could lay out in front of you. So I'm okay with that end of it. I just keep building on it, never being satisfied and saying this is it. This is what I want to do. I'm, I'm happy just doing this. There's so much more to offer. And, and with today's artists and paint and, and just opportunity, there's no saying where it would go. You talk to cats in the 70s or even in the 80s, you would have never thought it would have made it this far. The skill level would be out of this world and be worldwide, which it is, and then be almost like celebrity status in just from writing on shit. Like, you could really be that person if you really apply or care to be, right? So, and again, it's not for everybody. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying you cats at home should turn around and say, oh, think about, you know, not doing this and trying that. No, you know, this. that's my story. It's an individual sport. You can't group it and just say, oh, those graffiti dudes. Or, oh, you're supposed to do this. Or, oh, that generation is that. It's individuals and what they do with it. It's it's not so much a team sport. This shit is like tennis. It's me out there hitting the ball. It's not us. Yeah. Was there a point where you kind of had this planned out? Or did it just really happen no, organically? never had a plan. The, I think it couldn't have happened... Um, to be honest with you, I feel like uh, the, the culture of graffiti, graffiti art grew with me, and we grew kind of at the same pace. Where I came in, it was at a certain level. I was able to, to bridge between what was happening at that time into the future generation, and then uh, social media came, and there was an explosion of just this information that was being shared, so I was able to to travel and be a part of something where that wasn't happening in the 70s and 80s. There was no opportunities like that. So, But it happened when I was at a point where it was good for me to do. And if you asked anyone from any era, if this was brought to you during your prime, would you say, oh, no, no, I'm going to just stay in the tunnels and just write in the same fucking tunnels in this one city? Or are you able to go worldwide and experience all of this and turn people on to this whole culture so it's like right when it was happening that's right where I was yeah. kind of thing so that's that's kind of how I feel and it's still growing with it and still being a fan of what the the generations have to offer that I see and again I, I'm able to travel to see personally not just in my phone or whatever meet some of these young cats that are really fucking doing phenomenal shit and their passion, and that shit fuels me.
0: Yeah, and yeah, no doubt. I mean, you said in some interview that graffiti is something to be lived, it's something to be experienced, and I feel like that's true for a lot of things, and we're kind of losing touch with that because of the fact that everything's online, everything is social yeah. media, everything is internet, everything it's is... It's a gift and a curse. No, 100%, because there are really good things that come with that, right? which is more exposure and also just the ability to learn about things that otherwise you would have no access to but I feel like being able to go there and being able to see and smell the smells and like feel the textures and just like, that's something that I feel like, you know, I'm not from a crazy past generation, but even like I came up during like when I first started getting into graffiti, like Instagram wasn't a thing. There was like Flickr and different photo sharing apps. Um, And just like the difference between the people who are like 19 right now versus the people who were 19 when I was 19, I I see a difference. Um, in, in just like the amount of things and opportunities that they have because of the devices and because of the shit and it gives you, it does give you a leg up but there's a certain kind of style and a certain kind of like, I guess, flow and finesse that you can't replicate unless you've, I feel like, lived the experience.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you there's no substitute for actually living it and doing it. You can't. But there are people who can just build a wall in their backyard and keep painting it and posting it and they're the fucking man or however that works out you know so again you know really being out there and and mixing it up with other artists other writers and experience and things and there's nothing like seeing something in person versus seeing it two inches in your fucking pocket It's it different it's different way different 100%. that's how i felt coming here yeah, when you saw the painting down yeah. the hall, you were like, oh, I thought this shit was smaller. No, the, until you see things really, or you go and, and and get out there and and see what it is. Even, and I'm not just talking gallery legal camps. I'm talking about going seeing the fucking bridge that that kid painted and hung over. Like oh shit, that shit is crazy in person, you know. But it's it's just different. It, it's it's the internet. Like I said, it's a gift and a curse. It can help you and it could fucking hurt you if you get too emotional on there and start putting out shit that makes you look crazy and there's a lot of cats that do that yeah where it's just like wow dude i had no idea dude got down like that so it it'll throw red flags up on people if if you just stay focused on what it is you're doing and don't get too personal and and just put your best out there and realize people are watching yeah so you know talking crazy or or, or thinking it's a locker room that me and you are just talking and and you don't realize that the rest of the world is watching is a big mistake
0: yeah i mean i think that everybody is just still learning how to deal with that shit yeah no it's
1: like a new thing that. but i learned from the fucking dickheads that are out there doing the dumb shit and i'm like (laughs) wow that's not how i'm trying to fucking be yeah yeah definitely i appreciate you for jumping out that window for us dude what a bad look that is, right? There. Yeah, you learn from the experience of others. Right. He touched the stove for me. Yeah. I know that shit's hot now. I'm not going there. Yeah.
0: Nope. Hell no. How do you approach how do you approach it? Like the whole social media thing, especially as someone who's working doing fine art and working doing the work that you do, it's like it creates a challenge um, because it's like s- the mass consumption, something that's real is going to take a minute to make. Right. And then you post it. And then the next minute, someone else posts some other shit. And before you know it, it's like washed down.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was a time that I was more into it. I'll say that. I'm going back a few years now where it was like part of the whole experience. Like paint, have the experience. Um, and then share it with your boys, because that's really what you were thinking of in the beginning until strangers started coming in and, and all of a sudden you were friends with these people, you know, in cyberspace kind of thing. And then you realize, oh, this is bigger than just my my crew looking at it or bigger than this. So, you you know, you dealt with that in. Now you are thinking like, OK, I don't want to fucking put this or i'm gonna put this because of that or i shouldn't put this so now you're really looking at shit now they give you filters how to adjust your shit so you're not only the artist you're like the fucking filmmaker the director the producer of of your little mini commercial and it's like your own business calling in that sense and people could say whatever they want and say oh but it's nothing nobody cares it's not that serious then why the fuck are you on there If it's not, why are you on there more than my fucking 16-year-old niece? Because it is that serious and because you are paying attention. So let's not pretend that we're not. And if we're going to do that, like I said, same way I approach, you know, painting and and anything, is let's think about it and let's do this shit right. So there's a right way to approach things, at least in my opinion. Every once in a while you could throw a curveball, you know. I love my dog. I used to put my dog up there all the time because I just thought it was great you know so that was random for me to do but mostly i'm about art and what i'm working on or what me and my 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 team is working on or what have you and what i'm getting ready to do but then you start putting up personal shit i'm gonna be here or i'm going over there that creates animosity that creates all kinds of feelings and provokes things in people so again you got to walk somewhere in between that And it got to that point where I was just like, yo, I got to take a break from this shit. I really like real life way better, to be honest with you. Since in the past couple of years, I've pulled back immensely from being on there, like religiously. I've went on a complete diet. I mean, I literally would post something every day. I would do a drawing or have a drawing that I had and post it. Now I'm just like, you know what? I keep a lot of this stuff back for myself because I want to experience... And I don't even look at my phone to be messing around with this stuff, and I feel freer. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you reach a point that that it, it at least I did where where I got to that point. where I was like, yeah, I got to go on a diet from this shit. And either it takes or it doesn't. You find yourself, oh, I need to go back. Yeah. Thank God I'm not.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that privacy is a luxury, and we're in the age of social media. We're doing like self-imposed publicity. Oh man. That once it gets to a certain level, you really come to understand like yo it is not good if everyone knows every little thing about you no it's not good. it's actually
1: better if they know like way less right and you could portray it how you want exactly you see people that are sitting in front of a fucking toilet seat but it looks like a private jet airplane window or whatever right some dumb shit like that and the way that the girls act on here is out of this fucking world and i can only imagine and this is coming from an adult right we're, we're grown the fuck up Imagine being a young kid and being on there, the pressures of trying to be cool or impress people or be, a you know, have people cosign your existence must be in fucking credibly tough. So as an adult, we we really have our shit together and have more confidence and self-awareness that we don't need that we set our own yeah. standards for ourselves. But as a young person, you're still figuring out yeah. who you are and I want to be cool like him or her so i can only imagine i feel bad for those generations that are fucked up behind it like that but again, yeah. that's not my problem you yeah know, yeah they'll they'll work that out
0: how how speaking about that like how different is the era that we're in now compared to the era that you came in, came up bombing in the era that we're like i just feel like from all the stories that i hear from that general time period it was like a just a straight up different world and a straight up different new york
1: yeah it, it completely is completely is i mean you really had to there was there was no cell phones you had to go and meet somebody like yo i'm gonna meet you on on the train station at 10 o'clock and we're gonna go do this and now it seems almost insane like i'm not going all the way over there he might not show up or this or that that's that's the one of the biggest things that i think about all the places like as i still move and throughout the city i can remember things that happened in certain places, and I was like, dude, I walked from there all the way to there, one night I got chased from here, and this happened there, and I think, that shit would not happen today in today's world, you know, between just different laws, and different approaches, and the way they fucking crucify people for shit like this, and that, it, it just seemed like it was more chill in that or I was more chill and I just didn't give a fuck I think is more like it that that I was able to do those kinds of things without worrying or having those concerns so you know moving and navigating back then and I say back then like it was a million years ago but I'm talking mainly I started in, in the early 80s and I wrote more into the 90s is when I really made my my moves on things so 90s had a lot of cool shit best fucking rap music came out of the 90s and you know just graffiti in general was transitioning to a worldwide movement during that time so you had a lot of influences coming from from all areas and there were still cats that were on that bullshit like we're fresher than you and this and that now everyone just hugs and is cool so there was different there was none of this animosity and 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 that we had to deal with back then like rivals and and bullshit that we dealt with i don't see that happening i see people embracing more now at least in my world that's how i see it i'm sure on the streets dudes are still ragging each other's shit and going through it and again this is their time right so their experience today is everything i've i've experienced it with some younger cats and went out here and there and i try and relive it like it like it's still you know during the the time where i was more active and it just doesn't feel right it almost feels like a like a hollywood set like yeah. it's just too many things have already polluted it yeah. to the point where it's it's like yeah we could pretend you you know you only get to to do that shit once so for the younger generation do as much shit as you can now when it's your time because you can reflect later and sit back and be like, all right, I did my shit. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? How, how different do you think graffiti was? Uh, again, it to me, it was smaller in the sense that it was just really New York that I was checking for and knew of. So, in the sense, that's the biggest difference that I see is the worldwide influence that it had, that it went on and became, you know, this big movement. So, that you know, knowing graffiti the way I knew it from its inception into my life where where that's all I knew, what was in front of us, right? So the difference then is you got paint companies that sponsor cats. You got cats coming in from all different parts of the world. You don't even know who's from New York or whatever just because you're here. Yeah. Whereas before, it was a guarantee that you were from here because you're here. We didn't even question, where are you from? No, you... This is definitely, you know, was was the game that was happening there. Then it spread, you know, across America and became a movement within itself. So if it wasn't happening here, it almost kind of didn't count, which is kind of fucked up. But that's actually how it was, you know. So the difference is really the just the, the the top got blown off of it. That is, to me, the biggest difference. As far as style, yes, I think stylistically 70s 80s was the best that's where i get all my influences and and really uh, i i can look at that i could watch style wars or i could look at old photos and and say this is this is these cats you know this is really where all of this shit was pure and where it comes from so that's another aspect of big difference because now you can't tell the lineage of certain influence of people because so many people have so much information that they could, they could just kind of Frankenstein a piece together from so many different things and and create a, a, a certain look. And everyone's accessible now, right? Whereas before, it was very mysterious. When you met another writer, you can tell if he was looking out the window on a train or sitting on the platform or ink on him or whatever, or you ran into him at the rack spot or any anything like this. That's That was it. That's all you had. You didn't go on there and check out what he fucking eats and, and what kind of sneakers he's wearing. You didn't know any of this stuff. Oh, he's going to be here tonight. No. So big difference. You actually had to get up there and, and be out there constantly living it. And it made for, for a most adventurous experience in doing so because now it's like lazy bullshit, right? Dudes could do one fucking thing beat the shit out of that picture, put it all over the fucking internet, or have all these other people put it up for him or whatever. What good is that? Where's the experience in that? It's it's, And you can't tell what's what anymore. Dudes are slick like, like motherfuckers with the lights and the cameras and all of that stuff. So you don't even know what to believe even when you're seeing it. Yeah, But when you see it in real life, then it's different. So you got to get out there and experience, and that's the biggest difference.
0: And I feel like uh, public perception of of vandalism, style of writing, graffiti, whatever, has changed too. Oh as, man, yeah. You know, it's just, it's like as the as the medium and as the culture spreads, as more people become aware of it, as they find themselves like some writers, the one percent of the one percent, transitioning into fine art, doing shit like that. It's going to change the perception of what they think a tag is when they see someone doing it. Or even when they see it on the street, it might not seem like that gnarly of a thing anymore. Whereas I feel like prior, it was like, this is some like
1: gang, some like. Yeah, they couldn't decipher it. Yeah. Now, now cats will take a tag and get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for taking a tag and it being on whatever or wherever they'll fucking cut down the building. Because this is on their building now, so yeah, it's it's confusing, and there really is no true expert that can say you're this and this one's that. We are our own experts, and we police each other, so and and criticize each other or or compliment each other as it is. So that's really within the culture. If you're accepted and you're and you're doing fresh shit and you're getting loose about it, then you know, you'll know by, by your peers and the reaction of other people. But even then that shit to me, you know, it, it, it comes down to like, like dudes are doing weird shit and they're the man for doing weird, different shit. And it just doesn't appeal to me. So I give them 10 points for getting up in the morning and getting up there and doing shit. But the actual end result of what they're doing, I'm not subscribing to it so then that gets lost
0: you're talking about like the changing of styles and yeah like
1: like, just just different
0: yeah yeah no no doubt i i I feel that too like i feel like that i'm not anybody to say what is what but i do think there's something to be said for tradition and for letters and for uh like really learning what it is that makes this thing what it is and that's something that is notoriously known for being difficult but it is getting one shifted completely, and then two, it's also becoming easier to do because of, like you said, the amount of information that's out there,
1: right? But again, if we break that down, like a, for a cat to come out and do something different that hasn't been done or maybe isn't along the lines of what we know as traditionally, you know, stylistically acceptable, let's just put it that way, and they're doing something. It can grow into something. Maybe you have to be patient and not be so quick to judge. And they have to find themselves. Because if everyone kept doing the same shit, like doing a fucking S and doing a this and doing a that and 3D and cloud, it's like, okay, dude, when is it, you know. I had a person, you know, we have the roof where we paint. And I had a cat come up there one time and he had nothing to do with the culture. He was an old money cat. Like he came up there and I showing him around. Like, oh yeah, this is this is me and other artists from from around the world, and we, you know, we get together and we collaborate and we do this thing. And you know, that's me over there. That's my name. And he's like, oh, that's your name? I said, yeah. And that's my name over there. I did that one. And he's like, oh, so let me get this straight. So you guys come out here and you write your names in a bunch of different colors. Am I right? I said, yeah. That's pretty much what we do. Yeah. We write our names in different colors, you know. So to an outsider, that's all it looks like. He's not going to look at and say, oh, well, you bent the C this time and you went your 3D this way instead of that way, and I like the way you put that arrow. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody's going to get that except for us. So, again, going back to what I said, we are our own experts and we are our own cast that police our own culture and and see to it, you know, that the best – is, is out there and the, and the fraudulent bullshit we don't accept Yeah. so I, again subjective yes you know closed minded or opinionated or any of these things that's part of that's part of graffiti if, if you didn't think you were the fucking man why are you even doing this shit uh, that's what you gotta ask yourself like oh I just wanna tag along with the other people who are cool you know you gotta really go out there and 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 fucking really try and kill shit
0: yeah how do you go about doing the fine art that you do now do you approach it with the same graffiti ethos do you what are you trying to do and how did you learn how to do this stuff
1: i i think it was naturally always there i just had to refine it and it came from you know really practicing in the fucking in the streets just doing things and learning colors learning technique learning applications and what works better on what because not everything's on the same you know it's not always on steel or on canvas or on metal or wood so you have to learn the differences so I approach things a lot of it is fucking luck I don't I really don't know I'm just I just know like this is what I want to do and what's the best way how can I get there and how can I manipulate it to to work and there's been a shit ton of mistakes and growing and learning and fucking things up to get to a certain point it's not just home runs with me all the time I'll I only let that out but there's a lot of struggle and a lot of a lot of time in the gym shooting jump shots in order to fucking make that shit happen during the game in other words I practice a lot and I believe in the foundation of doing so not just doing it when there's money on the table and saying oh this is the only time I paint is is when this when opportunity's there. I'm constantly doing it and constantly just building a, an arsenal and a and a you know, just ready for the situations when it as it's happening. And I paint because I love to paint. And that's luck for me to be able to do something that I'm still passionate about and I still enjoy doing it versus it's a job. I don't approach it like a job. I just I just shut down and just do it. I got good music, you know, and, and just zone out and paint and time just goes by and it's you you actually have something and you're proud of it and you just better it and better the next one and grow from that. So, you know, there is no real way that I could I could say to somebody, well, this is how you should approach it. It's it took decades right so when you see a painting it's not that that just happened there are so many things if we peeled that back that went into that painting that i can tell you well the reason why i, I put that color with that is cuz years ago i saw this or because i went with this you know certain situation so i i have a a whole catalog of experience of things that i do and the more that i do the more experience and the and hopefully the better it becomes yeah versus like oh i did so much i can just do anything i could just splash paint and just because of who i am and what i do it's gonna work no i'm not there yet right i actually like to to get in there and, and get fucked up and messy and fuck shit up and experience it
0: so do you see you don't you don't put any distinction between like your personal life your job graffiti and then your work no do you see it all as one my
1: life is just one big fucking cartoon I've been doing the same shit my whole life and I've enjoyed it, right? So I'm able to 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 live a life of something that I loved and am passionate about since I'm a kid, right? Where I know other cats that I grew up with who I'm close to and they actually just ended up in situations and have a job and work for this company or own this company and it's just a means to an end, for them to be able to put food on their table or go on vacations with their family and do this. I struggled through hard times of fucking starving and I've celebrated great times of, of feeling like a fucking, like the man it's a heaven and hell situation. It's not always the best, right? To, to pull the curtain back and say, wow, what a life. Everything you do is just no dude. It doesn't work like that with art you know you really have to stick it out and believe in yourself first and just keep working and it, either it works or it doesn't or, but i haven't given up so it must be working
0: yeah and i i feel like it works also because of the fact that there's no there's no like separation for you i feel like that is the people who go the farthest in their field is when like their work quote unquote work is like Just their general life. Like, that's what they do. That's what they're passionate about. And so while everyone clocks out of work and goes home to do whatever they really want to do, this person's clocking out to go do more work because that's just what they do. So you can't compete with them. I did do that.
1: I did. I tattooed for for 20 years. And to me, that was work. Yeah. Right? I was doing what you came in and, and requested me to do. Like, you wanted that panther or you wanted, you know, whatever. I would do that for you. It wasn't what I felt like doing. It wasn't what I was passionate about. I was able to do it, and it was a means to an end so that I can go off and paint because that's what was, like, my first love. I was, like, cheating on that by doing other things so that I can get back to Mm. that. So I've, I've worked in situations where I did what I had to do, and most of the stuff that I did was in and around art, right? I didn't, you know dig ditches or anything like that i i everything had some some form of art related to it so the fact that i was able to now eliminate a lot of this stuff and just focus more on what it is i'm i'm really into and feel strongly about you know i'm blessed in that sense that i was able to to weather everything that i went through i mean i was a i was a sanitation worker back 20 28 years ago and but you know i did what i had to do so that i could go and and fucking paint and and have a place to fucking rest after i went and painted it's yeah. basically as simple as i can put it as a 20 year old so in that sense i get it but i did not know i i guess i did know like i said in the beginning i manifested this situation and there are times, and you could ask any artist where you're like, this shit is tough. Like, I really wish I just had a regular job and I was a regular person. And I knew exactly what I was going to get every Friday. And it would, you know, direct deposit into my account. And I knew I had sick days and vacation days. I don't have that, right? So, I admire that. But at the same time, when the shit is good, I wouldn't trade it for the world. But you have to be able to believe in yourself to to come out the other end and say okay this this isn't working out we just got to just stay the course yeah right and and just keep keep doing the best regardless of what it is don't don't all and that's the other thing you just can't all of a sudden just start flipping shit out of the trunk of your car just cuz you you got to figure out another way and stay true to what it is you can't all of a sudden devalue what you work so hard to get to a certain level because of a b and c situation you got to figure out another way to maintain yeah and and make it through that and you know some cats do some cats don't
0: what do you get influence from today you know you've you've painted some trains painted some street done fine art you've done tattooing you've worked different jobs you you've had a you've had a long path and you're still doing shit how do you maintain this like student mentality this sort of like beginner's mindset to keep pushing the boundary and gaining influence after like there's already been so much that you've seen and
1: a lot of stuff that you've done. I, I honestly, um, I get influenced from other artists within the culture, right. Or, or artists in general for that matter. Um, I feel like if I was the only one doing this, I probably wouldn't last very long. So I need other cats like you guys and, you know, the, the younger cats, the older cats, the, the the mix of everything to 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 keep it alive, like a sport that it is, you know, the the the, the culture that it is, because, you know, it's like if somebody does something, there's like a chain reaction. It's like they they went and hit this spot. Right. And now you want to do something that 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 provoked something in you. And that wasn't that was just street shit. But then when you transfer to to your fine art and your you have a studio practice where you're working, and you went to somebody's show, and you're like, wow, that shit just blew my mind. The way that they were able, they went big, or they went really detailed, or they went you know minimal. It, you know, you vibe off for of this shit. At least I do. And so that's for me, what keeps it fresh and alive is really is is just checking. Looking, experiencing, at the same time, it's very good and very healthy. At least for me, I, I, I got to keep throwing that in there because I can't preach to somebody. Is you also have to take breaks. So, if I'm going really hard and I do go for for a good length, I got to take a break. I got to. I don't want to hear nothing about graffiti, paint, nothing. I just want to be a regular cat. And I need that in between. It's as important for me to do that is to take a break as it is to to paint. And I have to create that balance, right? You can't just be all the time doing this and burn out and you just, you know, it becomes like blinding. You don't even know what's good anymore. So when you take that break and then you come back into it, it's like a, you know, it's like a rebirth. Like you, you just back and you're like, oh, shit, you know i miss this shit i really i got these ideas you can still think yeah and and go through it you know in your head but just don't overwhelm and overload yourself so that's really my approach to things and, and my influences come from both sides of the court yeah
0: are you still are you do you feel fully satisfied with where you're at right now in terms of like the things that are important to you and what you've reached are you are you still aiming for more
1: no, definitely aiming for more. I feel like the best is yet to come, and I always, I always, you know, believe that. You know, um if a fucking meteor landed on this room right now and fucking killed all of us, am I good with where I'm at? I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. Am I content in saying like, oh, damn, dude, I, I wanted to see this or do that, and I never? No, I, I did a lot of shit. You know, I, I really did. If, if truth be told, um. But I have so much more to give and I'm still very hungry and, and very passionate about still fucking killing shit, you know, and I'm not just talking about canvas. I'm talking about painting, getting out there, doing shit. I, I just love the just the whole fucking vibe of it for me is yeah. is really where it's at. So, no, I'm, I'm not where I can say, yeah, that's it. I'm at this level. This is a good level. It's safe right that's that's what ends up happening yeah you know no i i I still got a lot to do do you think that there's
0: been uh or what negative impacts have you had in your life due to painting graffiti and due to having a lot of your life be around and surrounded by
1: graffiti (sighs) man um I, i really don't know i mean i was able to to navigate through a lot of negative shit i mean graffiti comes with if not being arrested and and being a fucking outlaw and people look at you a certain way that could have been negative but i had you know the support of of you know friends and other writers and and things that pushed it through then you had other writers who would turn on you and and fuck fuck the game up and fuck the whole vibe up so that could be very misleading you know you have cats out here that that pretend to be one thing and turn out to be another so but I I imagine that happens in any sport culture or movement for that matter so that didn't matter if I was fucking flipping pies you know there's a cat down the block that's gonna fucking blackball your fucking pie store it's just nature of it's human nature so I think the experiences with graffiti can be minimalized if if you're not a dick Right. And, but you end up mixing it up with people who who throw salt in the game and they're out there. But you realize like the good people and the cool people that you know are aware of that. So when you have good people and, and, you know, you, you rise to a certain level, there's more good than there is bad as long as you maintain within. So I haven't had too many terrible experiences where I'm like, yo, like I said, I've I've gotten fucked over and put in situations and stuff like that 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 really I I look back on it it kind of helped me in in the way to grow as a, as a person but no uh, again it's it's not like I'm fucking you know uh, racing cars where I fucking flipped over a bunch of times and fucking lost limbs this has been pretty pretty chill up until today
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it's about how you navigate the road, right? You know, like there's there's because there are people who have just gotten smoked writing graffiti, but I feel like a lot of those people are the ones who sometimes you just get you just draw a bad hand, but another time it's like you don't know you you're not being what you're supposed to be in that mm-hmm. moment. It's like once it's time to do a transition or once it's time to evolve or whatever mutate into the next level, you don't. And then you try to maintain this unnatural state of being, and then you're just going against nature, and then boom, some some bad shit happens.
1: Yeah, and again, that could happen if you watch some wild nature shit when the fucking elk walks out into the fucking woods, but the, you know, the tiger is waiting out there or whatever. Either he has an opportunity to dip and be aware of his surroundings, or he's gonna get got, right? So as long as you have an awareness. And realize and 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 trust your instinct and your and your gut, and it'll it'll get you. Still, it'll still get you. To, you know, I've I've gotten it. I've been I've been in positions where I thought somebody was somebody else, or thought a, a a situation was different than what it was, and found out the hard way that that that's not you know how it presented itself. So, you know, it's a gamble. It's life. You got to get out there and live. You you can't not. Right, and think oh I'm going to leave the house and get hit by a fucking bus so I'm just going to stay home and not you got to get out there and, and, and change it yourself but I've met cats that said oh I used to write graffiti I wrote for one year and then I got busted one night and I never did that shit again I got, I got caught a bunch of times I've gotten in all kinds of situations I don't know I, I either I'm fucking hard headed or what but I just kept coming back to the fucking well to see you know if I can approach it from a different angle I yeah. didn't go in that, that way the, the next time or I went another route so either you love it or you don't and you're willing to take the lumps and the bullshit that comes with it that's that's really what it comes down to Yeah.
0: well yo um, you know thank you for speaking, speaking your words and thank you for letting us in here and thank you for doing this
1: appreciate you guys thank you man
0: 100% peace peace